This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Evinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about the real estate market. Is it slowing? And what should real estate agents be doing to increase their business? I know two big ones come to mind for me, and that's customer service. I should probably just say three things. Customer service, customer service, customer service, right? You know, that's, what it, all, that's what it all comes down to. It, it really is. I, and my wife and I were going through a transaction out in California right now, and I, I absolutely hate our real estate agent. I'm like, will you please fire these, these people? Uh, seriously, if, I, if, if they were local, we'd have had this stuff done. It would have been down. It would have been awesome. But, oh, it's so frustrating. So, yeah, customer service is huge. Um, and we're going to talk with a home improvement expert about increasing the usability of your outdoor space by adding a patio cover or even better, a patio enclosure. I'm so excited about that. In studio with us today is Carl Silva, local real estate expert with the Silver Property Group. Carl, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Mark. Happy to be here. All right. Also in studio with us today is first-time guest Ben Merrick, who is a home improvement expert and owner of Texas Star Home Improvements. Ben, Thank you, Mark. Happy to be here. All right, buddy. Happy to have you here. Quick reminder for our listeners that you can catch video and podcast versions of our show anytime by visiting homebuyertalkradio.com. Um, and then also on our website is a list of our recurring guests on the show. So if you see them, hear them, and you're like, oh, I forgot to get their contact information, you can go to homebuyertalkradio.com, and we have a full list of them there. Now the show reaches thousands of listeners here in the greater San Antonio area, and then tens of thousands more on social media. Last month, we did over 40,000 viewers on social media, so we really appreciate our fans out there. If you run a small business that services homeowners in the greater San Antonio area and you'd like to be a guest on the show and take advantage of radio and video and social media, visit homebuyertalkradio.com and click on the link to apply. All right, so Carl, I read an article by, have you heard of Inman? Yes. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, they're kind of a big player in, in that industry. Yeah, good source. I'm curious. What do, what do you think of Inman? Are they I, a reliable source? I would consider them reliable, yeah. I think okay. they're pulling a lot of very, very valuable data, and the data seems like it matches up with. Excellent. So they, they uh, published an article called The Real Estate, or uh, like a, a magazine, a publication called The Real Estate Brief, which is produced by journalists over there at Inman. Um and really, they provide expert analysis on residential real estate trends and market changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's an article called Homebuyers Are Canceling Deals at the Highest Rate Since the Start of COVID. The article cited Redfin as a source and reported that about 60,000 home purchase agreements were canceled in June of this year, 2022, which is about 14.9% of all homes that went under contract. So locally speaking, is this in line? Is this what's happening? Absolutely. And and our business is seeing the exact same thing throughout the entire market, and even in the Austin market, which we work. And it's for two reasons, because buyers are now qualifying for higher interest rates because of where rates have gone. So with, within that 30-day contract period, your rates could have jumped up from 4% to 6%, depending on your lendability. And the other reason is that it's so difficult for buyers to get into a home or get an offer accepted they're shotgunning offers all over the place. And so they're getting under contract on these things, and then they're choosing and picking which one they want the most and then oh, backing out of their contracts. That's a really good point. That makes sense, especially from it, it, when they're competing so heavily. Now it's like, well, maybe there's a little less competition, so right. they're going to be canceling these right. things. Right. But when it comes to – so the interest rate's changing, so that's going to increase their chance that they won't necessarily get approved, so that's why they'd be canceling those contracts. Yeah, well, the approval typically still stands. It's just for a lot less money. So if you qualified for a $300,000 home, your interest rate just went up to 6%. Now 
Now your debt to income is shot and you only qualify for two fifty, maybe three hundred thousand dollar home, well, which is not what you're under contract for. And that's not what you want to hear. And no, not at all. Mama you don't want to say happy. I have a hundred thousand dollars less for you to spend on your home. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with right now. It's, it's a lot it's, of stress. It is, especially for the buyers. And for us it's it's our job to keep the emotion out of it, to help guide them through this problem. But it's not something that's the first time that's ever been seen, and it's not something that's not going to happen again. We just have to weather the storm. And if you really want a home, figure out how to make it work for you and your family. Well, how do you guide them through this process? You just, I guess you'd really focus on setting expectations. That's the very first thing is you set the expectations. You let the clients know this is what the market looks like right now. This is what we possibly could be facing in the market with our offers. And then as those things happen or good things, bad things, we just make sure to keep them, keep reminding them, remember, we discussed this. We knew this was happening. This is exactly how we thought it would go. We just got to weather through it, X, Y, and Z. Let's take these steps. Wow. I mean, it's good to know. So, But locally, so how, how's your real estate business doing? Real estate business is fine, except that we're in a little bit of a lull right now. We still have all of our clients just kind of still hanging in there. We're keeping everybody positive. But we're in a lull because people don't know what's happening with the, the economy. People are, are fearing a looming recession, interest rates like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And uh, when there's a lot of uncertainty and people don't know what to be doing or, or what direction they should be heading, especially with a purchase as important as their home, for sellers and buyers both, everything has kind of slowed down. People are a little scared to take that step. Is it still a seller's market? I'd say it is still a seller's market, except that it is really, really closing. The gap is really closing between buyers and sellers. So we're not seeing sellers requesting only cash offers or $20,000 over asking price or having the buyer pay for all of the closing costs and things like that, which we were seeing for the past two years um, in an escalating fashion. And now it's just kind of stagnated. We're about plateaued. Buyers are still in the market, the ones that qualify for what they still want, and sellers are still trying to sell their homes. So the market is still strong. It's just that we're not seeing the sellers take control of everything as much anymore, which well, is great for f- buyers. It's they, more fair. It's more fair. Uh, the, the payoff is that the buyers now have higher interest rates, but at least they're not overpaying for their homes. Gotcha. All right. Well, I mean, that's good to know. Yeah. And that's all locally we're talking about there. All right. So um, what what when it comes to you guys, you guys are always looking for more agents, right, to, to bring on because uh, you guys are brokerage, <coughs> correct? Yeah. So within our brokerage, we have a company, a real estate company, which is a, a team where we help agents grow into being their own business, which is essentially how we got started. Okay. And what kind of folks are you, you know, looking for to bring on? Well, considering the way the market is right now mm-hmm. and what uh, Jonathan, my brother, and I on the operations side are having to do to make sure that the business continues to grow, we essentially just have to replace ourselves with multiple agents because of the amount of work that we typically do on the sales side. And so we're looking for people like us who uh, communicate really well, who are reliable for their clients, and who have a really good market knowledge. Um, if you have those things – and, and you, you're motivated to work hard mm-hmm. and to help people, that's exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, one of the problems that we're running into with a real estate agent we're working with in California is that they're not communicating well. So like an offer will come in and they don't even... So when you guys get an offer in, does a real estate agent call the homeowner and say, hey, we just got an offer and I'm going to be mm-hmm. sending it over to you? I mean, that seems like very basic standard stuff. Very basic, which is why it's part of every initial conversation when we're setting those expectations. We ask all these questions. How would you like this transaction to go? Because this is your transaction. I'm just helping facilitate it. Right. And so if I'm selling your home 
<clears throat> say there's going to be offers coming in, maybe multiple a day, maybe throughout four or five days. Would you like to see those as they come in, or do you want me to just to get them all together, record all the important information so that we can go through them line by line in a very easy way at the end? Either we can deliver them to you right away as they come through so you can see what's going on, you're not overwhelmed at the end, or if you'd prefer just not even to look at them, we put them all together, I show you the best ones, we can do it that way too. Okay, that's good. because At least you know. Setting the expectation is huge because when, you know, as a seller, we're, we're out there kind of just like, we don't know quite what's going on. We're not really hearing, hearing from yeah. the real estate agent. It could be, Or they're just emailing stuff and it could be, you know, half a day later or whatever. It's like, I know my wife wants that stuff like right exactly, now. Exactly. Because if you put yourself in your buyer's shoes or, or a seller's shoes, whoever, the buyers are typically up till two in the morning or three in the morning on Realtor.com or Zillow or something. Like they are thinking about it all day long. Oh. You have to be thinking about them and what they're thinking about all day long. And if, if, like your wife, she wants things, she wants to know what that information is as soon as that information is available, it's because she's thinking about it the whole day. Like, what's going on? How's mm-hmm. our transaction? Is this going right? Everybody worries. Well, it's a lot of money. It's, it's a lot of money. It's, it's a big decision to make. And you just want to know what's going on. And that's super important. So if somebody's not happy with their, their real estate agent, I mean, what can they do about that? Can they just, if they're in some kind of a listing agreement, mm-hmm. is there cause they can fire them for if they're not holding up to part of the deal or are they just stuck with them? Yeah, it's typically not our practice to try to pull anybody away from another agent. It's just a professionalism thing. Right, but, but I would say as, as, a seller. as a seller or buyer, just from your position, you have a right to first have a conversation with that person, let them know what it is they're doing wrong and see if they can fix it for you. Maybe they're just not aware. And two, to say, you know what, I don't think that we're a good fit. It's a relationship. It's okay. Well, I don't think that we're a good fit. Can you send me the the buyer representation agreement as well as a termination document? Um, I'd like to, you know, see if someone else might be able to help me a little better. Well, and the whole Trump ver- uh, Trump verbiage, you fired. I yeah. mean, that's for my wife. Yeah. Well, we've had people call. You know, when when we get in touch with leads, uh, who did you vote for? Oh, and, and they'll decide. <laughs> they'll and they'll, ask you that. and they'll decide if they want to work with you or not based off of who you voted for. So it does kind of. Do you tell them that? You know, we try to work around. You know, well, how would you uh, answer that? It's a different show. Dip- uh, <laughs> different show. <laughs> Dip- trying to be diplomatic, yeah, yeah. right? So I kind of keep that close to my chest. All right. All right. Um, so let's talk real quick about um, – so I know you guys do investment stuff, right? And you guys mm-hmm. have – you're putting together investment groups and mm-hmm. stuff like that, yep. right? So um, if somebody's thinking about getting involved in real estate investing and they don't have a whole lot of money, is that something that – that is happening here in San Antonio? How would somebody even start something like that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, f- firstly, if you don't have a lot of money, the first thing you want to do is try to find more money. <laughs> so, Love it. <laughs> you have friends, Love you have it. family. Like, everybody wants to invest in something. How much do they need? Uh, let's say you need twenty twenty two thousand dollars to okay. get into an okay home. It might need a little bit of work. But uh, to the point of a conversation we had on a previous show about the 203K loans, mm-hmm. not to get too deep into it, but – if you have 3.5% down, like a normal FHA loan, you're having trouble finding a home, look into the renovation loans such as a 203K FHA loan because the, the bank will give you some money to take care of those cosmetic things, which will put you in a much better market because now you're not just looking at homes that are moving ready. You're looking at homes that maybe people don't want because, one, they don't know about the renovation loans like now you do, and, two, they just don't want the project. They don't want to have to deal with moving into a place and having to still fix it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a lot of money, talk to your real estate agent about, one, how do I get more money? And two, what other programs besides the ones everybody else knows about can I utilize with my situation to be able to actually get into a home, even if it's not moving ready? 
Right. And you would have answers if they're like, well, how do I get more money? Because I would tell them, go get a job or start a business. But yeah. but you would be like, well, we yeah. have a 203k loan type. Yeah, of, we, we have, actually we have, have these ways. different programs. Like if, if you cannot get more money on your own privately, we have programs through our partner lenders who help you get into a home with very little money. Yeah. But you have probably put some sweat equity into it. Uh, manage a project, yeah. add value yeah. to the home. Yeah, exactly. If you do it on your own, you just you manage a project and and you you hire contractors, you hand or hire men, handyman, home improvers, mm-hmm. or you uh, you you have a contractor that just takes care of it all for you. Depending on the two hundred three k loan type, with a regular two hundred three k loan, which is limited, you only get thirty thousand dollars, so you can take care of that stuff on your own. With a larger two hundred three k loan, you have to hire a contractor, has to get approved by HUD. You can only oh. participate ten percent in that renovation by the costs. And so it is a little bit different, but that's why it's so important to speak with someone who knows about all the programs and things and the limitations yeah, go and also pro. how you can actually use it. And that's you guys, right? You and that's guys, us. Yeah, yeah that's all us. All right. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, you can find our website, civilpropertygroup.com. My phone number is the easiest way to reach me by text or call. It's 210-330-9654. And awesome. on YouTube, at Civil Property Group. Awesome. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, Mark. All right. So when it comes to speaking of, you know, earning more money um, and, you know, a lot of people are starting small businesses of all kinds, even being a real estate agent is typically, I mean, technically a small business. You're kind of on your own and we're approaching a recession, right? We're kind of, we're, we're kind of there. We're seeing an increase in prices when it comes to uh, the gas at the store, mm-hmm. um, even uh, Ben doing remodeling stuff like that. The costs of everything is going up everywhere. So it's affecting everybody. So I, I don't want to be doom and gloom, but it's it's a bit of a re- uh, recession that we're in. Well, small business owners are looking ways for ways to cut expenses. And Carl, would you agree with me that you know if we're looking at uh, cutting expenses, would marketing is probably one you don't want to dig too far into? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think this is a conversation we had um, off air, and it's amazing to me how. Um, not to take up too much time, but when people start talking about a recession, and, and typically, you know, it's the news. It's it's the place you go. Fear mongering. It's, it's the place you go to know everything you should be scared of. <laughs> yeah, right. And 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 you see these these um these wealthy wealthy people talking about the recession. This is the time when they make their most money. Ah. They want people to stop spending money. They want there to be a recession, a downturn. And when people buy into this and they stop spending money, they start marketing on their businesses specifically. To your point. They're always going to find themselves proving the fact that they are going to suffer from the recession. And it's the talking heads that actually benefit the most. They benefit the okay, most that from you believing me it. Right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, that's, that's crazy. So, but when it comes to cutting market, so I would say, look, everybody needs, we all should be looking for better ways to spend our money, right? Well, when it comes to your marketing expenses, um, if you're cutting your marketing as a small business owner, what you're really telling people is that you're not open for business. Right, because it's like they're going to see you less and less and less. So instead of cu- cutting your marketing budget, small businesses really should be looking for ways to improve how they spend their money, so that we can let other people know not only are we open, but we're actually in a position to thrive. So I started my company, Crucus Marketing, at, really with this innovative strategy of radio plus video plus social media equals high tier platform content and reachability, if that's a word, right? Reachability out there. Uh, to stay consistently in front of people and make it affordable for small business, right? I'm not charging thousands of dollars to to do what it is that I do. So let's talk about two tried and proven methods that my company, Krukus, actually helps small business with. First, and that's access to local radio. So, Carl, had you run across anybody 
that was making radio available to small uh, to someone like yourself? Nobody, nobody at all locally in, in Southern Texas. That yeah, that I, I had, hadn't heard of it either. And to yeah. me, it's kind of a no brainer. Let's let's come on, let's have a conversation, right? Yeah. So typically, when small businesses advertise on radio, they do like little segments, right? Like fifteen to, to sixty seconds, um, and you really don't have time to get to let people learn who you are so that they can connect with you. One of the things I know with YouTubers, why they do so well with real estate agents even is because people get to know your personality and now they choose you as their person. So that that's a huge advantage, but you have to stay in front of people long enough and talk long enough in order for them to actually start to get there. Right. Advertising on radio in these little 15 to 60 seconds. It's not a way to do that. Even with consistency, you can still get business from that. But people aren't going to get to know you at all by uh, by listening to a 15 to 60 second clip, right? So, um, and also it's expensive to do that. So, but that's a good choice, right? But you can advertise on radio. That's a good choice. A better choice is being able to talk like we're talking. And that's where people can get to know your expertise and learn a little bit about you and get comfortable and reach out to you as well. Even better than that is using everything we're doing now and having it available for social media content that you can drive 24-7, 365 out there. All right, which brings us to our second proven marketing method, and that's social media. Of course, if, you don't, if you're not advertising on social media, you're missing a huge opportunity for low cost. That's the big thing is you're able to reach a lot of people for a little bit of money. But the biggest mistake that I see small business make out there. And I check everybody out who comes on the show. I know what's going on with your Facebook and all your social media marketing. But the biggest problem that I see is that a lot of places are pushing out generic content that does zero to connect you with your audience. It is this generic stuff. It's generic pictures. It's, it's, it's not you talking. They don't get to know you at all about you or your brand or your services from you. And that's where they need to connect. So one of the things I see a lot of with this show is that we create content and you talk about your expertise and then we push it out and people are getting to hear this expert content from you and there's a call to action so that they can reach out and connect with you. So that's a really, really good benefit um, that we offer here. So if you're a small business owner and you want to give this a try, give it a go, it's not going to break your bank, but go to Krukus.com. And book a 15-minute demo, okay? That's, I'd be happy to show you some of my clients and what's happening with that. It's a night and day difference, okay? So if you want to book the demo, go to krukus.com. That's C-R-U-K-U-S.com. All right, I don't know if that's a shameless plug, but I believe what I'm doing, it really, really mm-hmm. works. Um, and we reach a lot of people, so. It's, uh, it's never shameless if you're providing value to people, but you are. Yeah, and you guys have a good time on the show, too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Get to get to meet other business owners mm-hmm. and, and, and network, and that's a big part of it as well. All right, next up on the show is Ben Merrick, a home improvement expert and the owner of Texas Star Home Improvements. Uh, I've known Ben for quite a few years now. You live in, in my neighborhood, and uh, I know you've been doing this home improvement business for a while now. Um, but it's really, really hot here in San Antonio, right? And I have a patio cover on the back of my house, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, when I built the house, it was there. Um, but... It's only usable for, usable for about maybe six, eight months out of the year. There's a lot of months that I'm not getting use out of it. Um, and, Ben, you're seeing this out there um, as well where people, are they have these small back porches, uh-huh. and they're, not, they're getting zero use out of it. So let's talk a little bit about the different types of patio covers and the kind of value that it brings for the homeowner. So the basic patio cover, let's start there. 
Let's talk about size and then uh, like construction of it. Well, the basic patio cover that we install is the aluminum insulated patio cover. Okay, it comes off the fascia board, where your traditional wood conversion is a hip roof, where it hits back into the roof and comes out up and over. So the traditional one, um, the difference between the two is the traditional roof cover. If it's a forty mile an hour wind or more, you're gonna have shingles blow off your house. Insulated patio covers are guaranteed for 140 mile an hour winds. Oh wow! And they come with a lifetime warranty. And there's no painting. There's no replacing wood. It's it's a done deal. And the install is usually one day. It okay. doesn't drag out for months and months and months. So typically, what are you finding when uh, like somebody moves into a new home or whatever, maybe recently built, whatever, their back porch? What t- typically back what are we porch, finding? The typical back porch that we're seeing on the new homes, you have like a little eight by ten patio cover. You barely have a room to put that barbecue pickaxe there, more or less put a, a, any kind of sitting. So customers, they want more of a cover. So we'll come out, we'll pour a slab, and we'll install the cover. And it's a lot less than if you did it with the, with the new home. Typically, a new home, when you get a patio cover and a slab, you're going to pay roughly around 125 to 145 a foot for the slab and the cover. That's what the new home price is. Now, customers don't see that's in a 30-year note. Right. Okay, but if I came out there at 145 a foot, you're talking a lot of money. Then they see it. I'm no words near to that. For a lifetime warranty. All right. So for a non-enclosed patio cover, I mean, what, can you give me an idea on costs? Yeah. What the slab is under ten thousand dollars. It depends on the size, but it's a lot less than someone you know doing uh, a wood conversion. So the, what you do is you pour the slab and tie it into we, the existing we, slab. What we do is we we pour this. We come out. We 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 first of all we we get the slab ready. We pull the permits. We tie it all in. Then once it's once it's dried. And we come back, we put the cover up. Cover takes one day. We normally let it dry for five or six days. Okay. Let it cure. And then the cover takes one day. Okay. And then do you, do you put any flooring over the concrete typically, or is it just... We can stamp the concrete. We can stain the concrete. We can do whatever you want to do. Just depend on what's in the family budget. So if you're going to stamp the concrete, you'd actually cover the existing patio cover with the new concrete as well? Okay. What we do is once we pour that slab, we stamp it. I can make it look like wood, like rock, wow. any design you want. Then once it dries, then we come back and stain it. Then once that dries, we stain it again. Then we come back and put a sealer. It's like a four-step process, gotcha. but um, it's 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 just really really nice. Okay, I'll, let's well, let's talk about so that you can also enclose them with screens, just I screens. Can, I can screen them in. I can glass them in. I can put windows in them. Uh, we do all three. So when you're putting windows in these things, you're uh-huh. really creating an, like another room in it's the house. Room, yeah. You can air condition that. I'll come in and put a mini split. Mm-hmm. What's a mini split? A mini split is an AC that goes on the wall. It's heat and cold. It'll cool the whole room. I'll come with the 110 or 220. Okay. And we provide the electrical. We provide ceiling fans, the lights, the whole turnkey job. Where does this a, this AC unit you're talking about, the split you said, right? It'll go on one of the walls, insulated walls. Does it go high or low or It'll medium? go high. It'll okay. go high and it'll be remote control, so you can control it with just a switch, and you can keep that room as cool as you want. Now, the good thing about the insulated patio system is all the walls are insulated too like the cover so where your typical house i i like my home at 72 71 degrees yeah i I hear you i like it really nice okay (laughs) and at nighttime i like it 69 there you go okay well in that insulated room at 79 you will freeze because your top is insulated your walls are insulated your windows are insulated, and now you got this mini split. It's going to freeze you out at seventy nine. Oh. That's the difference. See, that's I'm thinking about doing this for my for a home office, 
right? Because it would be, yeah, my daughter's excited over there. It would free up a room that we're using now for my home office, but it would be a good size, I think, but I could keep it nice and cool in there, and I'm right there close to the refrigerator in case I want my snacks. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I like all that. Yeah. And buyers love closed-in patios. Yeah. It, okay, so that's another thing is, too, let's, so we're talking about adding value to the home as well. So, say you enclose it like we're talking about with, with mm-hmm. this project. We're going to increase value, yes? In, in some way, because appraisers uh, typically look at your square footage, yeah. and not many renovations really improve the, the appraised value of your home, but market value is where it's at, because that's what anybody's willing to pay for it. And so the market value is approved by adding some enclosures, some patio enclosures, yeah. Florida rooms, sun rooms. People love it. So it may not necessarily appraise higher, but the market value goes up. Exactly. Yes. So you're not going to lose money it's, by it's doing worth that. more to people. Absolutely. So doing an enclosed one like we're talking about, adding pretty good value? Yeah. When it's a Florida room with a screen, it's it's desirable. When it's a completely enclosed glass enclosure sunroom like, like he's talked about, that's even more desirable. Highly desirable. Highly desirable because we we're say. talking about insulated. You got the mini splits. They're like the old window units, but they're much colder. They're much more efficient. They're great. So, Ben, when it comes to the, the process of this, so I'm a little intimidated by the process of that, but I, I know you would take care of all of that. So you take care of what? So we're, Okay, so basically I, I'm the one coming out. I'm not sending a salesman to your house. The owner will come out and see you. I'll come out and we'll sit down exactly what is that you want to do first. Then I'll take measurements, okay? If we agree on the price, if it's a good fit and we get you financing, I take care of the HOAs. I, I submit all the paperwork for you. I show them my license, my insurance. I show them the drawing, the material, the color. I take care of all the permits. I pull all the permits, and I come back and take care of the complete job from start to finish. With me, there's no hidden costs. If I make a mistake, it's on me. I give you a turnkey price. I stand behind it. And what? So speaking of stand behind it, what about warranty? Warranty uh, depends on the product. Our patio covers themselves have a lifetime warranty. Okay. Okay. So if they if anything goes wrong, if for some reason they would leak for any reason, we'll come back and take care of it. And normally on a warranty job, we're out there within 24 to 48 hours. We're okay. real quick about our warranties. What about an enclosure type situation where maybe a window's leaking or something like that? A window's leaking, uh, we'll come out and take care of that too. If the window is cracked or misfit, we have to reorder it, then we do that too. It doesn't cost you a dime. Okay, and that's all, it's lifetime warranty on the windows too, right? Yeah, lifetime warranty. Well, on our windows, it's double lifetime warranty. That's a little bit better deal. What does so, that mean, double? Okay, that means if the window breaks for any reason, we'll come out and replace it. If it cracks, if it fogs, if the argon leaks. When you sell the house, that warranty transfers over. Unlike other companies, when they put a lifetime window in there, it's only as long as you own the house, and then that's prorated. Okay. So it's only lifetime for maybe the first five years, and then it prorates down to as little as 10%. But ours is double lifetime. That's how it was on mine, by the way, just so you know. All right, Ben, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? You can call us at the office at 210-560-2339. Okay, awesome. All right, well... Thanks for coming in, guys. I mean, really great show. We got a lot of great information out in a quick and orderly fashion, as I like to say. As we wrap up the show, quick reminder, check out our latest podcast and video version of the show anytime by visiting homebuyertalkradio.com. It's going to be it for us. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, guys.